We all know and love our local businesses, but do we really know the people behind the business? Your hosts, Eric Fix and Stephen Flitico from the Genesee County Chamber, sit down with the local business owners of our region and discuss their stories and insights on what it's like owning and operating a business in Genesee County and why. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. We're back, season two, behind the business. Season two. I know. We're old. Yeah, well, you're old. Um, but we kind of got delayed here. Sorry for the delay, audience. John, if you believe it, we actually have like 100 listeners an episode. I was going to ask that. It's it's pretty crazy. I was going to ask that. That's that's a that's a good number. And we do have some fans. I, I get requests, and they ask where we've been. Yeah. You we should, haven't done one since December. You should do a meet and greet, sign some, sign some autographs. Yeah. They can come to a networking event. Well, eighty-two of the hundred are, are relatives, so <laughs> it's, the, them it's the entire Fix family, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, and th- there is like eighty-two of them too. Um, so, anyways, we're back behind the business, Genesee County, uh, your your local resource for hearing stories about local businesses and the families behind local businesses and the stories. And I'm Stephen Flitico, if you didn't know, and Eric Fix is here. Hello, everyone. And our first guest of the year is John Major from Arctic Refrigeration. Nice to be here. We're happy to have you. So basically, the point of this podcast is just to hear your story, hear the story of Arctic. Okay. So how about we start there? You said 75 years, right? Yeah, 1947, my grandfather opened up. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a longer story than we care to get into, but he, uh, he had some health issues. He wasn't able to go into the war when they drafted everybody. So he stayed back and he, uh, he was a machinist. And he worked in the factories that were providing for the war. And uh, eventually he started fixing people's stoves and refrigerators and boilers and furnaces. And then it kind of snowballed. And, you know, he was working out of our <laughs> the house that I grew up up on, on Otis Street. He was working out of, out of that garage. And, uh, you know, eventually in the 70s, my dad and my uncles got into it, you know, in the late 2000s my brother and I got into it you know we were always working when we were kids and stuff but you know so 40 uh 1947 so quite a while ago you know everybody's everybody in the family worked for it for a little bit my grandma was the office manager for you know 60 years and did you guys have a choice in that uh, you know what it was the easiest place to apply for a job <laughs> um I I didn't have to go anywhere and you know I'd, I'd get holidays from school and stuff like that i just i just went and and worked there and kind of learned you know got yelled at 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 work and at home by my dad so that was cool and uh kind of learned the trade that way you know nice now how long have you guys been at uh the place over on cedar street um so that's it's before my time but it was i want to say early to mid 70s i believe they moved over there okay you know they were like i said they were in the garage at uh, 51 Otis street for forever and then they ended up building that building they uh if if you look at the front of the building it's uh actually two storefronts they thought that they were going to rent one side and work out of the other side and they uh pretty soon found out that they would take up both sides so you know we uh we have a showroom over there and you know, if anybody's ever stopped in, you can see that we do commercial kitchen equipment that takes up most of the showroom and, uh, you know, stoves and fryers and exhaust hoods and that type of thing is all in the showroom. But, you know, we, uh, 
you know, we've been over there probably probably since the mid seventies, I'd guess. Nice. Yeah. I've been in that building probably ten times. I never knew there was a showroom there. I used to just walk into the office to do whatever yeah. I need to do and walk out. Yeah. yeah. I'll pay your bill and, and yeah, whatever it is. Well, if you're ever in the in the market for commercial kitchen equipment, you know. <laughs> yeah, go talk to Teresa, right? Yeah. That's 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 my aunt, you know. So that's another family member working in the business. Teresa's the one I hit up for ads. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Steven knows all the right people to go to in the crowd. Well, John John gave that away to me one day. He said, Yeah, if you hit up Teresa, she'll basically just do anything. It's like she she is she is definitely the nicest member of the family. <laughs> so so if you ever want a yes answer, she's the person to talk to for sure. <laughs> so it's right now, it's your dad, you is so your grandfather still around? My, no, my grandfather passed away in 09. Okay. Um, you guys have the golf tournament in his name, right? We do. So yeah. so one thing that we were always like conscious about was um, kids aren't getting into the trade the way they used to. You know. So one thing that we thought about uh, soon after my grandfather passed was giving away a scholarship to kids that want to get in the trade. And we've been doing it since 2010, the year after he passed. And uh, we do a golf tournament. It's always the first Saturday after Labor Day. And uh, it's been to Terry Hills for the majority of the time it's been at Terry Hills. And, uh, you know, we, we raise a good amount of money. We have some fun. And, uh, you know, we give it to kids that are going to go to um, trades or engineering or, you know, basically construction-type oriented uh, careers. And, um, you know, it's also our our charitable donations wing. So it goes to uh, cancer research and, you know, we donate to Crossroads house and uh, Roswell and, you know, that stuff's near and dear to us. So we, we do what we can to, to donate to those from the same yeah, charity, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, what I've realized more and more about this area is that there are long, long standing family businesses Mm-hmm. And you guys are one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, not many people would think you guys have been there for 75 years. 75, yeah. And, and same with like, you know, Oliver's is approaching like 90, mm-hmm. you know, and Max Pies is like 115. It's like in this area, you wouldn't think that a business would be around that long. Yeah. But. Well, it, what's wild is I'll go on a sales call. Somebody will call me for a furnace and it's something my grandfather installed in the 60s. It's got like his initials on it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll i tell you a quick story is I went into a guy's house on the south side and the furnace was the size of a car and had all the warranty paperwork with it, all the, you know, install manuals and everything. And I start looking at it. It's from the like the late 50s, early 60s. And I'm looking at it and there's my grandfather's signature on the bill of sale, you know, and it's like. You know, that thing was put in, you know, almost 60 years ago. Yeah. And it's still kicking. I go, that's that's pretty cool to see. You yeah. know, that is, that's awesome. They don't make them that way anymore. No, they do not. They probably have, what, 30? If. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I say that because mine was 30, but yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Those things were old Cadillacs, just mm-hmm. monsters. Uh-huh. They had a paint job on them. Yeah. Better than most cars, you know. So let's transition here. Okay. Let's transition into to your passion project, as I'm going to call it. Okay. Uh, what was it, 2017? 2017, we got the ball rolling. Okay. Uh, I believe we opened doors in 2018, early 2018, if we're I'm not. talking about Eli Fish. For yeah, that Eli know. Fish. So um, I was always interested in, in, in brewing, you know. 
and uh, took a trip to the West Coast before I had kids with the wife. And uh, every, you know, West Coast was a decade ahead of us in terms of you know what we're seeing now and craft beer. So every little every little teeny tiny town we went through on this road trip out west had a had a craft brewery in it and started to think like you know east coast isn't doing this yet you know i think a couple people had the same idea at the same time because that's kind of like the progression you saw here but um i came home and took some formal brewing classes up in vermont and um partnered with uh maddie gray from maddie's pizza and alex's and uh he's the He's the restaurant side, and I was the beer side, and we we uh, put our plans together and renovated the the Newberries building here across the street. And it's been going good for a few years. Here we are. Here Four we are. Years later. Yeah. You guys were my very first ribbon cutting for the Chamber of Commerce. You know, <laughs> the ribbon cuttings always hold uh, a fun fun memory for me because I, I just remember how happy Tom Turnbull was to get the yes. big scissors out of yes. storage. That didn't go away. <laughs> that lasted for a long time. And as a matter of fact, when you guys, when you guys moved offices, we had volunteered some storage in the basement. So we had the big scissors oh, okay. in our building for like, Oh, probably a year or two. Was it, was it the wooden big scissors or the actual big scissors? I'm going to say we had both. Wow. I'm going to say we had both. Okay. Now, now they're, Displayed predominantly on the wall in the chamber for all to see. Like 30 times last year? Probably close to that. I was trying to do the math the other day, and it was, yeah, it's close to 30. That's good. That that means we're uh, opening up new places and new things are coming. Yeah, you know, just getting more engaged. Well, three times it was just to cut open a a box in the office. Amazon order? Yeah, we count that. (laughs) try not to order. I trimmed the hedges once. Yeah, Yeah, I've done that with the scissors, yep. That's what actually Tom got a pair of golden ones and he retired. Yeah. And he sends us a video like a couple of days later, him out in his woods trimming his, his woods up with the golden ones. Oh, scissors. nice. Nice. I, I just remember him telling me he was amazed how sharp they actually were. Go ahead. I know firsthand. You cut yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the bottom half, like it was, they were closed and I was just holding them. Yeah. And I kind of ran my hand along the, the bottom edge and. Right across. His, his first ribbon cutting by himself. Yeah, the no, first time that they let me go by myself. Uh-huh. And and where was that? At Six Flags at Darien Lake for their grand reopening. So were you were you bleeding in the picture? I was bleeding. Not only the picture, <laughs> channels two, four, and seven were there, and probably Alicia yeah. and, and folks like that. Yeah. Right, Howard, the whole the whole nine yards, and I had to give a speech. <laughs> And I think Senator Rath was up there when it happened. And I looked down and I see this blood on my. So now I got my thumb on the cut, trying to pl- apply direct pressure, hold out of the scissors, had to go up to the podium and give a speech the whole entire time, and then come back. And at the end, I looked down and just blood's just like dripping on the ground from my finger. Oh, man. I did it, though. I took it for the team. Yeah. I stayed in the game. Is it in any of the pictures? No, but I did take a picture and send it back to these yeah, guys. I was like, this is what happens when you leave me alone. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's like, I try to tell people, Adam, like, hey, you know, be careful because people think they're like a prop. Yeah. You know? I, I, we've had people like hold them up, like, oh, let me put my head between them. It's like, no, don't do that. No, <laughs> but these are really lopping shoes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're scissors just at a massive extent. That's, that's yep. pretty much what they are. Um, so let's get back into Eli here. Um, sure. I know you guys recently did very well in, in some awards categories. Yeah. Yeah. So basically this time last year, um, there's a state competition. We're in the New York State Brewers Association, and they hold a competition every year. 
and you know different categories and you enter your beer depending on what category it falls into and we entered um i would say we entered eight beers and we meddled we meddled three and won the governor's cup for the best beer in new york state so that was that was pretty cool because we uh we made a maple stout yeah, I and had that. It, was, it sold out so quick. Yeah. And I got it when you guys still had it in cans. And then yeah. I went back, and they were like, hey, we're not doing that in cans anymore. And I was like, you got to get it on draft. Well, yeah. as, as, soon as, as soon as they announced that we you know, won for that beer, people came in and just bought as much as they could. So we have, we have a little bit hold away for the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, we did some barrel-aged of the same beer. That'll come out, you know, this spring, and we're also. It's going to be a. It's going to be a seasonal beer we do now. So what? It, what we actually did is we went down to Wyoming County. We got um, like six hundred gallons of unprocessed maple sap from a tree. Okay, and that was the water we used for the brewing. Uh, there was no city water in it. So whenever you add heat to it, you're basically boiling it down to make, you know, syrup. So it's a hundred percent. Maple syrup beer. It's pretty cool. And I think I think Adam had the best quote about it. Adam Burnett is his his co brewer. Right, my head brewer. Head brewer. Yeah, my head brewer. Eli Fish. And when I interviewed him about it a while ago, he said that it was the hardest beer he had to make, and it's the beer he's going to have to make every year yep. from now on. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, so and it's it's a uh, it's one of those things where you, you do it really good once and now that's the legacy you got to live up to you know yeah. so no he's got to make another one to win the governor's cup and then he doesn't have to make the maple that much anymore well it's 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 funny we're talking about it because missions for this year are due today so oh, Adam Adam's on his way to Rochester right now to submit our beers and we won't find out until um, March okay. so well I take that back. No, no, no. We'll find out in March. They'll they'll judge between now and then, and then we'll find out in March. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, where do you see the future of, of brewing going in this area? Um, you know, I, I I get that question quite a bit, and I I would welcome other brewers to come into town. I would welcome other brewers to get into the area. If uh, if you look at a map of breweries, um, we're yeah, we're kind of by ourselves. Yeah, and we talk about this at the chamber because you look at like Livingston County. Yeah, they got like what seven or eight, and then Wyoming's Ten. got three or four of them, and yep. it's like, what's you know, what's going on? Let's get some people yeah. in here in Jersey County. You know, and the big conversation was the the development, the Ellicott okay. station. Yeah, station. You know, they're they're trying to get a brewery in there. They tried to get um, some Buffalo breweries to come down, and I don't know if they have it filled as a tenant yet, but. Um, you know, if if another brewery went in there, it'd be great for both breweries, us and whoever. Because personally, when I go to a brewery, I'm and there's another brewery a block or two away, I'm going to go to that as well. You know, so we found out that we are we are a destination brewery um, because <clears throat> we're excuse me we're we're drawing people from Buffalo and Rochester, so people are making that you know 45 minute trek to come out here. If there was another brewery a block away, they, they, would, go, they would go to them too. Yes, yep. you know. So um, people automatically assume that we'd be against it for competition, but it's you know I think there's enough slices of the pie to go around. You yeah, know? you know, traffic breeds traffic. Mm-hmm. You know that, that old saying, but mm-hmm. it's that's what I would like to see is like you know three or four of them just within a couple miles of each other, and then we can market it. That well, way. and and you, you know, know wine tours are the big thing, but it's brewery tours that have taken over in the yeah. past five years or so. To your point, when the East Coast kind of caught up, and 
you know, I mean, I've gone a couple times up to to the Livingston County. They have they call it the libation loop and hit hit four or five of those. And you know, it's it's just to your point. It's like I wouldn't go there if there was one, mm-hmm. but if I can do four in a five or ten mile radius, right? Okay, right. You know, and then I can hit a different four at a different time. And, yeah, you yeah, know that kind of count. thing. So well, yeah. we we can do the Genesee County loop. You just come well, and stay there, yeah. right? Just yeah. and, and then go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's been done. Yeah, <laughs> walk around the block, come back. That, that's been do done. Yeah. But I mean, it's also you know the bid in that area is 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 kind of a hub for for bars and restaurants and another brewery on the other side of the bid. Um, and, and you know you're walking by Bourbon and Burger, you're walking by Elise, you're walking mm-hmm. by these other places. It's 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 a natural. It would be a natural thing for something like that to to have yeah, happen. We'd, in that. we'd welcome it with open arms yeah. for sure. We'd welcome it too because our tourism department, you know, uses your yeah, your, your place all the time. Yeah, and, and to have another one or two would be would be awesome. But. Well, in that case, you guys get yes. stay well, with. Oh well, yeah, yeah, of course first you get. Love, you, yeah, you know, if you pay for it, you get the bigger ad. That's how it works. So, well, they get grandfathered. Right, yeah. Know, they, that too. They get the, the senior I, uh, I see the Chamber Champion speech coming in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex's place is a Chamber Champion. I know they are. So I, we're fine. I know. Yeah, we're, we're I, was, I was on the board for a few years. I, I know how it works, guys. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> well, when John, who did I interview? Oh, Turnbull. <laughs> and he said, oh, so you interviewed Turnbull on your podcast. You don't interview, interview Arctic? I said, yeah, well, Turnbull's a Chamber Champion. <laughs> Wow, that hurts. Hurtful. That hurts. No, oh, yeah, I think course. I told him the same thing as I was sitting at Eli Fish having lunch one day. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's right. all good. And here, you're, you're our premiere episode of season two. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. We're much We're kicking more it off. seasoned now. There we you know, go. We have it down to a science. Good. Um, so speaking of that science, why don't, why don't we get into your, your piece here? So the final four, the final four questions, and I know I gave one or two of these away to you so you had time to think, but these are just quick hits. Don't you worry. can tell a story. You don't have to. Whatever. I didn't put much thought into Good. it so far. So, uh, so first car, nineteen eighty six Volkswagen Jetta. That's what my mom drives. Hers is a twenty twenty, but yeah. yeah, mine was a little older. Was it from your mom, or did you buy it? It's not from my mom, man. I was a Volkswagen guy when I was a kid. I, I had a couple of bugs. Um, I had more than one Jetta, and uh, learned to work on them and. Turn around and sell them because they ended up falling apart. But you know, it was a fun first car. Last book that you read? <laughs> Do brewing manuals and uh, furnace yes. install manuals count? Because I'm not I'm not a book guy, but uh, the reading I do is technically uh, literature for for whatever I'm into at the time. So I think that a brewery guy would be kind of cool. I think that a manual for any type of H, you know, HVAC refrigeration, I would fall asleep on page two. You probably prob- not the most riveting reading. You, you well, know. the brewery manuals aren't as romantic as you would think either. So, yeah, you know. like science and chemistry. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Eric, Eric already admitted that he's a jock. He's not. I can't do any of that stuff. So <laughs> I'm out. I can buy beer. There you go. There you go. Um, first job you ever had? Well. You know, kind of touched on it. It was always working for the family business. But first real job outside of that was probably a day camp counselor for the Y. Yeah. And it was it was with you, Eric. Yeah. Um, I I actually, I don't know if you were still being, were you still a counselor or aquatics director? I was probably something. What, what, give me a year, ballpark, 90 something. 98. I was at 98. I was actually running Camp Off that summer. And I worked for you at Camp Off as well. Yeah, you did. I was 15. So 17. Shh. 
17. Yeah, you were 17. I was 17. All right, cool. (laughs) I might have asked you this question in your job interview, but what if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, probably back to turn back time. That'd be a pretty cool superpower. There's some things that I don't want to turn back to, but. No, but I mean, you, you always think about things in the past, you know. Yeah, it'd be good to go back and relive some things. Glory days type of stuff. Would you yeah. make changes or just relive? I don't think I can make changes. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's our that's our wrap-up piece there. Cool. And, you know, when Eric first started doing it, I was like, what the hell is this? But as the heck, we're on what, what the heck is I've, this? What, what Tom, when time has gone on, I've realized it's interesting for us to see it because we see, like, you know, 18 different people answer the same four questions, and they all have different answers. And we always relate them somehow to what we're talking about. So yeah. Well, Eric's got a book of questions like that, and we do icebreakers. Yeah, yeah. I've Stephen's such a huge fan of icebreakers. Every day he's like, "What's the icebreaker?" He asked me like two days in advance so he can plan ahead. Yeah. What? What? I, the last one was, "What's your favorite place?" I said, "The chamber conference room." <laughs> As we're sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, John. That's, that's well. Thank all you we got for you. Thank thanks you for doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to shout out? Eli Fish shout out? Arctic shout out? No, we, we've covered everything. It's uh, It's been a pleasure to be here, guys. Yeah. Thanks for your time. speaks for themselves. Go get there some beer at Eli Fish and get some HVAC work done. Hopefully you don't need emergency HVAC no, work done, but don't let it go 60 years either. Emer- yes. Emergency beer would be okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. there you go. Yeah, I, I just got a, a heat pump installed. Get one of those that does heating and cooling. Very good. There you go. All right, thanks, John. All right. This podcast is brought to you as a public service from the Genesee County Chamber of Commerce. For more episodes, listen and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. See you next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time.